What's the secret of a long life? Money. Something people are always curious about. I'll tell you in 50 years. In ancient Greece, they say people lived 20, 30 years. England, in the uh, Middle Ages, 25, 30 years. And now they say the average age of people is 66. The simple reason in the, world. in the world. And the simple reason for people living longer is because, the simple reason on the surface is because of medicine. Medicine discovered many cures for all kinds of things, and that people are able to live longer. And there's a lot of research in billions of dollars going into figuring out how to live longer. You heard of TOR? Trying to figure out what is something I could do of another day, another week, another month, another year in this world. But all this research is only about adding days and months and years, but not adding life, not adding meaning to life. The Gemara says that Rabbi Akiva once wanted to speak to the sage named Rabbi Nechunya. Rabbi Nechunya ben Akana is the author of the little paragraph we say before, Mincha An So he wanted to know the secret of a long life. So he went to Rabbi Nechunya and asked Rabbi Nechunya, what's the secret of life? How do I live longer? So Nechunya was a very popular sage, and his students were a little bit insulted by the question. They thought that Abikiv was insulting their teacher, and he was saying, why are you living so long? What, who needs you? That, that's what they thought he was saying. That wasn't what he was saying. He was like, wow, how did you live so long? What was your, what was your merit? What did you do? But because they thought that's what Abikiv meant, they started to hit Abikiv. They started to hit him and beat him up. And Rabbi Kiva had to escape and tr- climb the tree. On top of the tree, Rabbi Kiva screams out, Rabbi, got another question. It says in the Torah, you have to bring a sheep in the morning and a sheep in the evening as a sacrifice to Hashem. The Torah says to bring a sheep, it says you should bring the, the, the sheep ha'echad. The sheep ha'echad, the one sheep. So Rabbi Kiva asked, what's going on? Why doesn't it say as if in keves lamarechad im echal lamarechad? If we're talking about sheep, just say bring one sheep. Why does the Torah have to say if it no. says a sheep? Why does the Torah have to add the word the one sheep? So Mechunya realized that this Rabbi Akiva wasn't uh, a regular person. He had a very he was a, he was a scholar. He told his students, "Listen, this guy is not out to harm anybody with his questions. Bring him down." He comes down from the tree. Rabbi Nechunia says to Bikiva, the reason why it says is because when you offer a sheep to Hashem as a sacrifice, you've got to bring the best one. You've got to bring the best sheep that you can. That's what that's Rabbi Nechunia responded. And then Rabbi Kiva continued with his question. Tell me now, my real question is, how did you live so long? So that's the story the Gemara says. The question, many questions. What is the relationship between the sheep and long life? Why did Abkiva pick that verse to prove that he was a scholar of all verses in the Torah? This verse is a little obscure. Doesn't, and actually doesn't tell you, so, tell you so much about wisdom anyways, this verse. It's just anyone, any five-year-old who knows a little chumash could tell, well, this verse has an extra letter. It says earlier on in the Torah, Kevis Echav, out extra hey, Ha'echad, the one, the special one. Why did he pick this verse of all verses? It doesn't seem that this verse is anything special. The truth is that this verse is very special. In fact, this verse is a wondrous verse that tells us everything we need to know about life. The uh, famous tzaddik, Rabbi Yaakov ibn Chaviv, he wrote a book called Ein Yaakov. You heard of Ein Yaakov? Ein Yaakov is a gathering of all the stories in the Talmud. 
and he managed to write on the first two sections of the Talmud until he passed away. And then his son, Ablevi, he completed this work, and we have the whole Inyaka, the whole Talmud, all the stories of the Talmud. So he writes that there's a, there's a passage of the Medrash, he doesn't know where the source is, but he saw this Medrash, and he shares the Medrash that he saw in his introduction to the Inyaka. He said there was a discussion among the sages, what is the verse in the Torah that includes everything you need to know? Which verse in the Torah has, says it all? So there was three opinions. One opinion is Ben Zayma. Ben Zayma says, the verse that says it all, what would you say? Show me. Maz pasuk shamer takol. It's a pasuk. A pasuk shamer takol. Well, it's hard outside. You'll probably shakol me a bivaro. Just the taste of it. No. No? He said, Ben Zayma said, Hashem el-Kin Hashem el God is one. That's the whole Torah. So that was his opinion. Then Benanas says, no, 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 there's a Pasuk which includes much more than Hashem Elkin Hashem There's a Pasuk which is more inclusive, which tells you more about Torah. The Pasuk is, love your fellow like yourself. And then there was one other sage, whose name was Shimon Ben Pazi, he says, no, the whole Torah is, you have to offer one sheep in the morning, and one sheep in the evening, that's the whole Torah. Now the obvious question is, why is that the whole Torah? And then the, the Talmud says, includes, when the, the Rebbe playing, he stood on his feet, and he says the halacha is like Ben Pazi. The halacha is the, the, the sheep in the morning, the sheep in the night. That's what the whole Torah is about. What does that mean? Because when I was in New York, I uh, was, attended the yard site of one, a mentor of mine, which I think you probably learned by also. You know, you know by your opinion, no? Huh? Spend time by your opinion. I, I, I for bringing it, yeah. I didn't learn all Torah, but yeah. Me neither, but you, you can't escape going, going. Uh, opinion was a very unique chassid. Before um, he passed away, he, he taught thousands of students, literally, for decades and decades. So at this yard site, one of his students shared the following thing. Unbelievable. Pepinia was a Hasidic mentor to many, and he shared things in a very uh, special way, very truthful way, very real person. So this boy went to visit Pepinia in the hospital when Pepinia was no longer able to speak. And he said to Pepinia, tell me of heart. Of heart literally means a word. Tell me something inspirational. Pinya couldn't speak. And with all the strength, he said, okay. And the boy started saying letters of the Aleph base. And Pinya would signal to him which letter to stop at. You know, Aleph, Bet, Bet, Gimel, Dalet, Hey. He gets up the letter he wanted, he told him to stop. And after about five minutes, it was a really strain on him. It wasn't easy for him. But he spent five minutes and he told him four words. Four words which, which are connected to what we're learning about today. Pinya said, Medarv zich ibergeben. You have to devote yourself. Not enough just to show up. You have to put yourself into what you're doing. And that's the uh, meaning of the verse that Ben Pazi said. Ben Pazi says the whole Torah is about the sheep in the morning and the sheep in the night. What does that mean? There are a lot of feelings and experiences we have, and they affect us. But the bottom line is that our experiences and our feelings aren't really what life is about. Our life is really, the goal of life and the, uh, the purpose of life and the, what a long life is, as we'll see, is connected to showing up in the details of what's going on and simple things. The way you, you speak with your wife, the way you speak with your children, the way you say good morning, the way you say good evening, the way you talk in the, your kitchen and your dining room, the way you relate to, the, the way you say Maida'ani, the way you wash Negovas, the way you wash your hands in the morning. And the Torah says you have to do this twice a day. In the morning, in the night. What's, what, why in the morning, in the night? The simple meaning is, you wake up in the morning full of energy, 
wake, go to sleep at night tired, you're, you're drained. Whether you're drained, whether you're full of energy, Hashem tells us you have to connect to me with a carbon. What's a carbon mean? A carbon means closeness. You have to connect to Hashem. You, you, we, every time you pray, it's supposed to bring you closer to Hashem than the time before. Whether you're in the mood or you're not in the mood. <laughs> the um, lack of air conditioning today reminds me of an uh, experience I had. I think I shared it with you before. I was once in the synagogue. It was I was all upset that the length, I think it might have been, maybe been during three weeks, maybe might have been even a fast day. I was so upset, a lengthy exile. The exile was so long, it's a long exile. And then this, the shul next door has air conditioning. And I went to the shul next door, the air conditioning, oh, you know, it's not so bad. It's not the way we should look at things, but, but that's the truth. The truth is that, that the little things we do in, a daily, in, in life sometimes make a big difference. What I mean is, the Rebbe Rashab said this, we think you come into shul and you're excited to daven, that's great, that's special. When you're not excited to davening, eh, it wasn't worth it. I did it, I said the words, but it wasn't the way I wanted it to be. The Rebbe Rashab said, you know the prayers that God considers to be more precious, the ones that you consider to be less precious. The ones that you think are a waste of time, why am I doing this? It's hot, I'm not even interested. Why am I doing this? I'm putting one foot in front of the other. That's what it's all about. The sheep in the morning, the sheep at night, whether you're interested or you're not interested. You have couples... They go on an amazing vacation together. They see sights and they see amazing things. They do amazing things together. They go to Niagara Falls. They go to the Alps. They go all over the world. They come back home and they feel very lonely. They feel very lonely, very upset, very dejected. Because the Torah tells us that consistency in a relationship is the most important thing. And not just in relationships, between us and Hashem, but also in business, and also in, in, every, in every area in life. They say about uh, Beethoven, that Beethoven had a very strong schedule. He had a certain amount of hours that he slept, and he had a coffee every morning. He had 60 granules of coffee in his coffee. He picked the 60 granules himself, which ones were good, and this was his coffee. And in five hours he walked, and he had his notebook, and he wrote down the notes. Genius is 1%. 99% is consistency, is investment. Uh, you know the story about Newton and the apple, Wow, amazing, Eureka, discovery. Archimedes in the bathtub, he jumps out, he realizes you know, that the water, the pressure, wow, he jumps out of the bathtub, he runs naked in the streets of Greece, he discovered something. It was, there was a moment of Eureka, it's true. But that's not what it's about. There's this one, one uh, uh, soccer player, he said, amazing thing, he said, they asked how you become such a good soccer player. He said it was all mazel, all, all luck. But an interesting thing he said, the more I practiced, <laughs> the more luck I had. <laughs> So this is how it is true in science and true in, in, in business. It's not about your genius. It's about you being able to show up day after day and, and be consistent. And, and in ourselves, if we want to see change in ourselves, want to see growth in ourselves, it, it depends on this showing, getting, sticking to a schedule, to getting ourselves to do the things that we know we should be doing. It's smiling at people. We don't want to smile. It's giving compliments to people. We're not interested in giving a compliment to another person. It's giving stucker. You're not interested in giving tzedakah. It's giving the chibber. It's devoting yourself, whether you're in mood or not in the mood. And, but how do we get this power of doing things that we don't want to do? Just to stick and stay focused. Where does it come from? So in Kabbalah, there, we know there's ten soul powers. The three are intellectual, three are emotional, three are more actionable. All the soul powers, they have a limit. Understanding, emotions have a limit. You have no understanding, you have no feeling. Where, what else do you have? You have keter. Keter literally, literally means the crown. 
That means you have something beyond all the soul powers. There's something, something, something which is deeper than all the soul powers. When all, not, nothing in you is pushing you to do something. You don't understand why you should do it. You don't feel why you should do it. Nothing. But you do it anyways. Why you do it anyways? What, what, how do you, where does it come from? That comes from Keta. The, and that's how you, we are able to keep... The Torah is etched on stone. God gave us the Ten Commandments etched on stone. The way we get the Torah etched in ourselves is to the sheep in the morning, the sheep at night. It's by showing up and doing what Hashem wants us to do. And that's what Rabbi Nechunya responded to Rabbi Kiva when he said to him, Why does it say Echad? Why does it say the extra word? So Rabbi Nechunya Benakona answered him, He's, It has to be special. What does it mean it has to be special? There was this guy, an older, elderly gentleman, who went to uh, a doctor's appointment. And he made sure the doctor's appointment was at a certain time. And the whole time he's at the doctor's appointment, he's very nervous. And he has to go somewhere. Where do you have to go? I have a meeting. Well, who is he meeting with? I have a meeting with my wife. Your wife? Oh, you should, should be worried about you. Actually, my wife doesn't recognize me anymore. Doesn't recognize me anymore. What, what do you mean? She's in old age home. She has dementia. And it's been a while since she knew she was able to even identify me. So why is it so important for you to be on time for your meeting with her? So he said, she doesn't recognize me, but I know her. I recognize her. I know who she is. And he squeezed this doctor's hand and said, I, I, I know who she is. That's why I have to be there. That and the doctor couldn't stop crying after he heard this, this man. It touched him. He made him realize what, what, what the love really is about, what, what, what it really means. That's the kind of relationship he said, I wish I could have. That's the meaning of the sheep in the morning, the sheep in the night. And that's the reason why Reb Nassim says, when they brought the sheep in the morning, you know what they did when they, with the sheep? They blew the trumpets. The trumpets were only used, you camp in the desert sometimes for a week, for a month, for a year, for, sometimes for a decade. Once we traveled to a new place, they sounded the trumpets. It was a big thing, we're going, they sounded the trumpets. When you show up to do what you need to do, the Torah says, you have to realize that's what it's all about. When you don't want to, you're not interested in doing it, you show up anyways, it's something which comes from a far deeper place here in your Shama. You know what the most geschmacked thing in the world is? most enjoyable thing in the world is? The most enjoyable thing in the world is to prove to someone who says you can't do it and to do it anyways. I could do it. And to, to, to yourself, when you feel like I don't have any interest, I don't have any feeling and you, and, and you, and you push yourself, do it anyways, where does it come from? You're, you're saying to yourself, when you don't feel, you don't understand, now is my chance. Now I'm able to connect to Hashem. That's the meaning of why the whole Torah hinges on this verse. But what's the whole Torah about? The whole Torah is about connecting to Hashem. Where is your connection to Hashem? When you don't understand, and you don't feel, and you don't appreciate, and you show up anyway, that's the key to the connection to Hashem. So after Rabbi Kiva got the answer from Rabbi Tzumim Menachana, then he asked him his main question. The question was, how do you live long? You can live for a long, long time. You can have many, many years. But what is, what is life about? What, what, what's, what does it mean that you're living and your life is full of meaning and that the moments of your life count? What does it depend on? Depends on this. If we were to spend a few minutes today thinking about someone we wanted to compliment tomorrow, someone we wanted to give food to tomorrow, someone we wanted to invite to do a project to help other people with tomorrow, we're, we're really giving meaning to the days and the moments we have. But if we don't spend time thinking about that, we may live another day, another week, another month, we don't have long days, we don't have long years. After Hashem Echad, we give our lives to Hashem, Hashem Echad, what happens next? God says, teach it to your children, talk about it when you walk on the road, put it on the mezuzah, wherever you go in, wherever you go out, your whole approach to life, in and out, should be about this. What is Hashem telling us? What does it say at the end of the Shema? Leman 
Anybody? Yibuyim Echem. How do you have long days? How do you have your day is a day? Your day is a day of meaning. It's it's when when it's keves achad when you realize that the Hashem has given you a task in this world and you show up for it and you do what Hashem is asking you to do. That's that's the 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 key to having a long day, which brings the long years, which brings. This is what Rabbi Chunim Mekona answered Rabbi Kiva finally. He told Rabbi Kiva, "No, I had a long life." He told him three things. First thing he said to him was, "I never accepted presents from anybody." Number two, he said, "I never was stubborn about anything." And third, he said, "I always be tarti al mamoni." Said I gave in, came up clashes about money, I gave in. What was he saying? He's saying what he's saying was. That he didn't put his body first. He put his neshama first. He put his soul first. He put his mission first. He put God first. And when you do that, you you bring out yourself a different, deeper. You live a diff, you live differently. You live deeper. A whole diff, it's a whole different experience. Doesn't mean that you don't you, you, you shouldn't make money. Doesn't mean the money is not important. And not always are you able to give in. But it means that you don't you don't you have a dis- squabble with someone. So you go to the rabbi. You go to the beit din. And you solve it. You don't live with a squabble. You don't live. You don't, you're not, you don't become a slave to the money. So that's how you live longer. It doesn't mean that's not always you live a longer life, but it means that your days are days of meaning. That, you're, that when you say good morning, you say good evening, you daven, you, 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 you're living a different life. I'll tell you one story. I'll let you guys go. There was a chassid. His name was Amnachem Marcos. He is, he is a chassid. You know, no Amnachem Marcos. Can't stand. He was a yeshiva student. He wanted to leave the yeshiva. Because he wasn't interested in learning in Torah. He was studying in New York by the Rebbe's yeshiva. And he used to spend his nights in Shmira, in, 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 uh, in uh, what's it called? The neighborhood, neighborhood Patrol. Neighborhood Patrol. He told the Rebbe, you know, I want to bless him, get married. Torah study isn't for me. I want to do something else. I want to, I'm into Neighborhood Patrol, and that's what I'm doing. Give me a blessing to get married. The Rebbe told me, not ready to get married. Not ready to get married. What should you do, the Rebbe said? The Rebbe said that you should spend five minutes studying Torah. Five minutes, only five minutes. Five minutes the written Torah, and five minutes the oral Torah. But don't, not more than that. Not more, there's five minutes. For those five minutes, the Rebbe said, you could go a whole five minutes. And if you really want to add, the Rebbe said, add 10%, but not more than 10%. In other words, five minutes and 30 seconds, nothing more than that. So, Nachum listened to the Rebbe, and he started learning, and he wanted to learn more. And he said, no, 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 no more. Just five minutes. But then he asked again, and Rebbe said, okay, you're ready. Okay, you can learn more. Learn more, you can learn more. It, it says in the, the Pirkei Avot, be careful with the easy mitzvah, because then one mitzvah leads to another. A lot of times in your life, all these things are on your head. How do you, what do you, what do you start? You start with a sheep in the morning, sheep at night. You start with showing up to the things that you know you should be doing, and that brings the change you seek in yourself, and that brings us to a change in, 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 in the, what we're, we're trying to get to. And L'chaim uh, L'chaim, to take see the uh, see the impact of the keves echad hasev avikar, and to actually bring the keves echad, the sheep, with the coming of the Mashiach, Karmatamid, L'chaim. Amen. Amen.